welcome to this episode of Turkish TV Time. Today we're going to be talking about Innocent or Masum episode 101. And we're starting this mini series today. I'm really excited to talk about it. Uh, I have very strong feelings about this show, but I thought negative feelings to be clear, but I thought that it would be a really fun one to talk about. So I'm excited to hear what everybody thought. You've already seen the whole show. I think I saw like three quarters of it and I had, I was, it was for Turkish class. So I watched it in Turkish. So I only got like 20% of what was going on. (laughs) (laughs) So that probably didn't help, but yeah. I see. I thought the like mystery aspect would be good for this show. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's intriguing. I'm very into it, to be honest. Like the music is a bit over the top and it doesn't really always match. (laughs) with the scene if you ask me (laughs) but yeah I don't know how do we want to start should I recap well first tell us what tea you're drinking because you're actually drinking tea oh yes I'm having this tea called Lady Grey which I have to say I prefer Earl Grey honestly um but it's good it's kind of like citrusy wait so is Lady Grey like a brand of Earl Grey or it's like a a it's like a croque madame to a croque monsieur like a like a variation (laughs) I think it is but it's like from the like I think Earl Grey there's like a bunch of brands that make it because it's just like a mix like a mix of teas like whatever it is I don't know but I don't know I don't know if Lady Grey is the thing in and of itself but this one brand made it and now I've seen it everywhere now, so. I like the idea of it. I would watch a show about Lady and Earl Grey. Earl and Lady Grey. Our podcast can literally be about shows about tea at some point. (laughs) (laughs) We wouldn't be able to handle it with all of our, like, tea-drinking delinquency. It would be too much, too much commitment. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. (laughs) I think we all need to go live in like Siberia or something. So we have, we're motivated to drink. I mean, tea you'd stay in Seattle, Sammy. You might've. <laughs> yeah. If, if I move back to Seattle, I will be. <laughs> all right. So now Sophia is going to take us through what happened to this episode. Yeah. It's like very complicated. I was writing down everyone's names as we learned it. And I was like, oh God. Oh, I oh. don't know anybody's name. Sorry. <laughs> You're ready for me. Uh, you know, it takes you like two seconds. What's your name, then? I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Elif, which is the daughter. Yeah. She's, I think a that's she's precious. I don't know what you're talking about, Sammy. I'm just going to disagree with everything you say also. She's precious. You're so wrong. <laughs> I'm committing to disagree with everything that comes out of your mouth. <laughs> and brother's going to be Faisal because I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Faisal for sure. <laughs> so it starts with this like nice little family leaving this house, um, which is like a mom, a dad, and a, a girl. They're leaving in the car. And also then we see that this guy like breaks into the house, which is very sketchy. I thought that like there was going to be a murder because like this is kind of a murder show. So I was like, okay, definitely someone's going to die. But then the girl's like, oh no, I forgot my diary. We have to go back. (laughs) Yeah, she's real precious. A gem if I ever saw one. (laughs) 
I think that's a plausible preteen thing to do. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely plausible. Just not very (laughs) likable. So the girl like walks in and the guy's like creeping around. And then I was like, oh, he's not hiding when the girl's coming in. So he's probably going to kill her or something. But then the girl turns around and she's like, dad. And I'm like, oh, okay. Um, So basically the scene. Okay. Another thing about the show, we can discuss it later, but the cuts are like very extreme. So it cuts away and then we see this guy like walking into the police station. He's a cop, the same guy that broke into the house. And he's like, oh, hey. And like telling this guy, like, let's have drinks to celebrate you had a baby and all this shit. Um, And so his chief like calls him into the, he's kind of like a chief himself or like has some sort of rank. But then he seems to be well, like high ranking, but we don't really know. And then this other dude is like, obviously more high ranking. Um, And he's like, okay um how long has it been since like you've been divorced like you need to get over this woman stop breaking into her house and like researching her husband because you need to chill (laughs) just a Um, normal like boss to employee (laughs) conversation and he's like you know what you need to go away I'm gonna set you in this case because you need some time off so the guy goes to this like hotel I don't know. There were a lot of scenes that were confusing. This one was particularly confusing. He like walks in and this guy's asleep. And then there's like randomly another guy that was in the same place, but we didn't see him at first. Who's the brother of that guy. And they're both like really weird, but apparently they own the hotel or manage the hotel. And they say there's no vacancy, but then there is, I don't know. I was just very confused by that scene. Maybe I wasn't paying enough attention. That was supposed to be funny. Like, like I was laughing my ass off that scene. Really? I was oh no, not it's so it's like meant all. to be super awkward. It was and like you I mean you guys wouldn't know this, but the actor, but actually the main actor and um the guy at the end of the episode in the woods, like camping, those two were on a very surreal long-running comedy series together where it was like that kind that scenes kind of humor the whole time. So for me it felt like they were intentionally doing like a weird callback to that show, but so I thought it was absolutely hilarious. I might be reading into it too much, but I can see why it wouldn't be funny <laughs> in, in like, especially in translation. <laughs> I was just extremely, extremely confused about everything. So basically he gets a room, that's it. And he goes swimming. And there's this guy that's like drowning, who's Faisal for our protector fans. Um, and so he goes and saves this guy and the guy's like, oh, thank you. You were my brother's friend, right? And he's like, yeah, I was your brother's friend. And like, we don't know yet, but like everything is hinting towards something happened to the brother, apparently. So he like saves him and then they go to town and the guy's like, oh, let me get you a drink to sell like to thank you for saving me. And he's like, no, no, it's like, I don't want to drink, whatever. And this guy just like kind of entices him to drink. And he's a drunk basically like this guy is Faisal is extremely what's his name is <laughs> his name is Tariq yep yeah okay okay Sophia totally got that um, <laughs> <laughs> and what's the main character's name Yusuf Yusuf okay okay 
sorry I like know this when you say it but like it's gonna take me like three episodes to get it no I think that's actually good because I think the like were I not writing this down were I just a listener of the show I would have no fucking clue who anybody's names were so I think it's helpful (laughs) and so then we have well they're in town and we don't see what happens but um Tadek gets very drunk and they drive into the house and his father and mother are like sitting out on the porch and they're like, oh, here he comes, drunk again. <laughs> and <laughs> um, by this, I'm not sure, is, is that Volkswagen their car or is that um, Yusuf's car? Unclear. I think it's probably their car because they were driving it the next day too. Yeah, yeah, Dad yeah. was driving it. Yeah. yeah. So like Yusuf is driving the car and this guy gets like he, you can hear him when they're driving in and like, you know that he's drunk. He's like stumbling over his words and like being loud and stuff. And so they arrive and Yusuf like gets out of the car and it turns out that, well, we had, we, we saw in the boat, like on the boat, they had a conversation about how Tadek's father was Yusuf's teacher at the police academy. And so um, the dad like knows who this, who this guy is, who um, Yusuf is. So he's like, oh my God, how nice to see you. Like, this is awesome that you're here. And like, well, he doesn't say that at this point, but like, it's the whole vibe, like, oh, please be an older brother to my son because he's losing his shit because of this accident that he had. So they walk in and like, you know, they're visiting and the woman, I don't know her her, her name, but like Tadek's mother is like, Narmin. oh, Narmin. okay. She's a bitch. Legitimately <laughs> my favorite character. She's so funny. <laughs> like pure sass boss i want i want like a t-shirt with her on it (laughs) oh and the mother i don't know if this is this will be relevant later but she's shown like praying at at the start like before they get to the house so um it seems like she is religious and well they like get to the house and there's this whole like awkward family confrontation where they're like oh you're you're drunk you always get drunk like you are the worst and this poor guy, Yusuf, is, like, standing in outside, like, oh, God, help. <laughs> and so then they're having coffee. And the wife is like, oh, I made coffee. And he's like, oh, she says, I made coffee. I'm not sure if you want it. Um, and he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. You shouldn't have done that. But I'll drink it for sure. And she's like, you don't have to drink it if you don't want to. <laughs> and I wanted to die a little bit. That's the sort of thing <laughs> awkward for me to handle. It's horrible. Oh. and so like all of the interactions with this woman are the same so obviously well I I mean at least to me it was obvious that they were gonna like invite him to stay at the house Um, but he's like no 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 I have this hotel and like all this stuff and whatever they're like no 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 you have to stay with us so basically the wife is like okay so should I make his bed and the husband's like, no, just go to sleep. And she's like, no, but is he going to stay? Like, do I need to make his bed? So it's a whole thing. And then, like, they stay alone because the, the bro- Tadek, like, goes to his room. The wife goes to sleep. And he's just, like, telling telling um, Yusuf about how Tadek can't sleep and, like, wakes up, like, crying and has really bi- bad nightmares because there was this accident that killed his son and his brother and his wife. So like, apparently that was a big trauma, like a big traumatic event for him. It's unclear to me whether he was in the car as well. I don't know if that's like said. I don't think he was. Yeah. I think it was his brother and 
his wife, not his brother's wife, were in the car and he wasn't. Yeah, and his brother had some sort of thing with his wife, I guess, like, they got divorced. I think divorced. they got divorced. Yeah, yeah, that's what I understood. I don't know. This starts, like, sounding to me like there was some sort of illicit affair between these two, but who knows? <laughs> um, so then he's like, okay, whatever. He, he, like, for some reason, oh, he was, his wife, his ex-wife calls him during this time, and he's, and she's like, what's wrong with you you're crazy like what's your deal and he's like what and she's like I just read our daughter's diary and she and like you broke into her house you're crazy but then the the daughter Elif is like right in front of her and like hears her and like we've already seen that Elif like hates her stepdad her stepdad is annoying treats his her mother like kind of badly Elif like is the teen or like a preteen but she's acting teeny and she's like I hate you. I hate, I hate everyone. So she like escapes basically. She just like leaves and is like, fuck you to everyone. Um, and he's like, okay, like, like this whole thing goes on while they're on the phone and it's a thing, but like then they hang up and whatever. And it's like, he sleeps over at the house and then they go out on a boat. Oh, and then the two adults, Nedman and the father, I don't remember the father's name, the police chief. Uh, Jeff Detz. Oh, Jeff Detz. Okay. And then Jeff Detz and Nedman are having like this conversation where she's like, I don't want you bringing anyone into the house. It's going to like reveal our deepest secrets, basically. Um, and this guy's just like listening. <laughs> and she's like, he's a cop. Like, he's obviously going to catch on to everything, um, which is sketchy. F. And so then they just like go to sleep, whatever. And um, the next day they go out on the boat and Tadek jumps into the water and he goes in, like to a rock where there's this woman and he's kind of like talking to this woman and she's like, oh yeah, I want to go in the water, but like, I don't have my bathing suit. So I'm going to go in naked. And like, she goes in naked and like, whatever, like they have a whole rapport I mean, I'm not going to get into it anyway. Um, she gets all like, stressed and they have like this whole flirtation thing and Yusuf and Jevdit are on the boat and they're like having all sorts of existential conversations or not existential, but like about the son that died and whatever, like going, like how he liked camping and also, this is kind of ominous. I don't know if it's important. I, I forgot to say, to mention it when they, when I was talking about the conversation they had at night. When those two were talking at night, like they had this whole conversation about how Yusuf was from the town, but like they stole everything. Then they had the same conversation twice. So it seems like this dude has some sort of memory issue or like that's what I would assume. So um, then they're like on the boat, whatever. And this guy's like, talking to no one Tadek is like on the rock talking to no one and they're like what the hell is wrong and it turns out that it's his wife that he's like I don't know hallucinating with or what the word would be for that so he's like there he's like freaking out and like she goes back in the water I think and he's like oh no like you're gonna hit her with the boat turn off the engine whatever and he's like starts freaking out jumps in the water Yusuf has to save him again because basically he's like drowning from trying to find this woman and on the boat I don't remember if it was before or after he gets a call from his wife where she's like and if it's gone like she didn't 
she never came back to the room last night and I don't know where she is and she like freaks out so this guy has to call the cops I think it was before he has to call the cops and like try to like his co-workers and try to figure out a way to find his daughter which he's obviously also freaking out and he like wants to go back because he wants to go look for her so all this happens they get in the car again and he's like telling Tadic like that's the last time I'm saving you like stop drowning like it's it's been two times and that's more than enough (laughs) and so as they are driving they see a little girl like they see a girl on this on the street and they stop the car and it's Elif so obviously like they pick her up and she's like please don't make me go back to mom so like she stays with them and then um, they get to the house. So now the, the mother is like even more annoyed because she has to make more beds and like take care of more people, which I can understand, honestly. And then there's like, she's opening the closet and she, she starts yelling and there's this bug on the wall. And so they go to like, see what happens, what happened. And Tadik like kills the bug and the daughter is like, you're a murderer. And obviously like she said something super like it's like fucked up like I guess he is a murderer or like we'll find out why that's yeah (laughs) why that's an issue um but then in the process of like fixing up the room the mother the mother is like extremely suspicious about everything so she um sees this guy's bag Yusuf's bag and she's like okay I'm gonna go into his Yusuf's bag and she finds a police file with like her picture her husband's picture her son's picture her other son's picture and she like freaks out and she runs out of the house goes to find a payphone and calls her son so apparently her son is not dead to say like son they're onto us like please go and hide run away and that's the end of the episode into our banter slash gossip slash spilling the lady gray section <laughs> and yeah let's let's fucking talk about it thanks baby I, I feel like you just sucked the oxygen out of this conversation with the negativity you you framed I'm this so with sorry. so pl- i think you have to go first <laughs> and we have to we have no, to rebut, think- rebut what you say <laughs> <laughs> i think this show um is really interesting it has a really interesting murder mystery at the center of it I personally like shows that are have a hero like a well-defined hero I'm not into this anti-hero shit and I also like shows that feature attractive people because if I'm gonna watch them on tv they should be attractive (laughs) so those are my main problems with this show (laughs) but it's just very dark but I think it's interesting and the story is interesting so your beef is your I beef is that I guess there's an anti-hero and they're ugly people the people are too ugly. That's your beef. <laughs> What's wrong <with> you? <laughs> These are not legitimate criticisms. I mean, can you say that out loud, Sammy? Like um, ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I think the reason you don't like it is because it's overly dramatic. And like no, not I don't like that. <laughs> Danny, look at you. Thank God the podcast is the media. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think, 
I think it's because it takes itself too it seriously. Does, I, would be. I do agree with that. I think there, well, for me, there were laugh out loud funny moments like the ridiculous brothers in the hotel and the fact that a tour group from New Zealand somehow found that place. Like that was so funny. And then, and I think that was supposed to be a joke. Like I think that whole thing was supposed to be like, that's absurd. Um, and then everything that Nadmin said was just hilarious because she's so rude. Oh my God, she's so yeah. horrible. <laughs> I love how rude she is. It's hysterical. <laughs> Wait, what place is this? Where is this located? I'm very the curious. The license plate um, is 41 and that's Kojede, which is like, it's on the Marmara coast. So it would be about, it's like a neighboring province of Istanbul. So it would probably be like, well, depending on where in Istanbul you are, you know, an hour or two or three <laughs> from the city. But I don't think it's like Yalova is the biggest town in that province, like coastal, like seaside town in that province. But I think it's somewhere smaller was my hypothesis. And I looked online a little bit where they filmed and it just listed the province name and not the town name. So I don't know exactly. Okay. Yeah, I, I love whenever we watch a show trying to figure out if I've been to the place or not. <laughs> we drove just more we drove I don't through. think you would want to go to that town. Some bad shit is we happening. We drove through there. that province on our uh, trip to like Troy and the northern okay. Aegean. But yeah, I don't think we, and that's, that might be where we got stuck in that traffic jam that was literally all night, remember? That was oh, insane. Yeah. That was insane. <laughs> but we did have some really good toast at that we giant. We did have good toast. Yes. That gas station was unreal. Because that region is like known for toast. Like Ival look has its own specific toast, which is grilled cheese. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I had no yeah. idea. I think I have been to Ival. Yeah, you have. That's where, I think that's where, uh, wasn't that where Letifit, or was Letifit Taken's house in Bodrum, the author? No, her house was in, in, in Gumushu, oh, okay. like by Bod- okay, okay, in Bodrum. But I think you have been there, yeah. I, I, mean, I we've, think so. We've been there through like that trip <laughs> that we took and you might have also separately gone I don't know yeah I think I did separately uh-huh. go there yeah because there was this place that you would take a boat somewhere that was not Bostada remember that time we took a boat and you both slept <laughs> yes and you took the ugliest pictures of us like I have never seen an uglier picture of myself in my entire <laughs> life <laughs> It was so horrifying. Would you would you watch your that version of yourself on TV, Sammy? Like how unattractive? Hell no! Absolutely not. Give me some CW models who can't act and put them on the screen okay, instead. So, <laughs> we we all three of us have the same hair length. Like right now, or like then? Okay. About. <laughs> no, no, no. Look. Oh. Wow, your hair is so short. It is short. I'm happy. My life has changed for the better. <laughs> I mean, I think from now on, whenever we do anything to ourselves, we need to ask, would Sammy like to watch us on TV? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I'm never going to listen to You're never going to listen to this. Uh, let's talk about the show <laughs> okay um talking about physical stuff the outfits are so bad like what Tarek and Yusuf wear they look so bad yeah. what is up with those I don't know what the name of the neckline is but the t-shirts they're wearing show like a little bit of like sad shoulder I don't know what it is but it's just like sad sad t-shirt land 
Crushed up I mean, for me, it's more the flip flops and the shorts. The flip flops are funny. <laughs> it's like when when guys wear like those like workout shorts, but like as swimwear. Mm-hmm. I'm not down with that. Faisal is he tubbier in this in this show? That I think he's skinnier. Is he? He's like the flubbier. <laughs> I think it's honestly just like how he's holding himself. Probably. Like I think like. He's a really fucking good actor. Yeah. Like it's wild to know him as Faisal in The Protector and then have this like little schmuck <laughs> because it's like such a different portrayal. Bug killer. <laughs> the murderer. He has definitely like a way bigger belly in The Protector. But it's like a power belly. Yeah, he just carries it better. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cuz you like here here shirtless and like he doesn't seem like very overweight at all he was definitely skinnier in um uh magnificent century like i think that was his, his, his skinny, skinny his skinny face maybe it was for that for that uh you know character specifically i don't know yeah i mean this character like needs to be like flabby yeah. i feel like yeah like he's on his beard and stuff it's all like you know not to say that yeah. weight has any correlation with that but the overall like the dress and the beard is like he's not taking care of himself <laughs> so yeah, so Nadman was definitely my favorite character other than the awkward brothers, the creepy brothers in the hotel. Oh my god, that was so weird. It just does it for me it just didn't play. It was just like, wow, everyone on this show is so distasteful <laughs> and like awkward and mean. <laughs> like the guy was like, he's he's a de- he's a deep sleeper. I'm a less deep sleeper. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> it was super unhelpful the entire time. Let me see what else I had. Yeah, I thought the like I thought Yusuf and um oh my god, what's the name? Not Faisal. <laughs> Tariq. I thought like Tariq recognizing yeah. him was like annoyingly convenient, but then like it seems like he was just probably tailing him as part of this investigation. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's I was like wondering, like, oh that's weird. And then I was like, oh, this is definitely a yeah. setup. Yeah, he was, like, trying to get close to the, the family um, through his connection, which, I mean, I also had thought that the point of him going to that town was to take a break, but he's clearly, like, undercover. He's basically undercover. I mean, like, as himself, but, like, he's trying to hide his intentions. Right. But Nadman's on to him. <laughs> well, he's so stupid. Like, why would he leave that so easy for them to find? That's one of my what right. the fucks. He's like the worst detective in history. And he heard them be suspicious. Like, it's not like, you know, he thought he was doing a kick-ass job. Like, he heard Nadman tell Javdeth that thumbs up and that she doesn't trust him. So, yeah, agreed. <laughs> um, and now his poor daughter, who I dislike but does not deserve to be in the middle of these fucking windows, yeah. is, like, stuck with them. I don't know everything is just like really confusing to me and it makes sense because they're like setting everything up but like a why was why was the brother and the brother's wife in the car like that's definitely suspicious to me then why is this guy like an alcoholic and like waking up in his sleep like my 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 hypothesis now is that this guy like went into a jealous rage killed his wife so his brother covered it up for Mm -hmm. him and that's why everything's like so fucked up. But since you, Ezgi, have you watched? No, before? I haven't. I haven't. Okay. 
So then, Sammy, you can't tell us if that's true or not. Did you get but... through to the end, though, Sammy? Like enough to know who did what? I yeah, oh. I know, I know what, I know what happened with the murder. Oh, okay, okay. I don't know how it's resolved. No. Okay. And then he's also he's not just like alcoholic and sad. He's also hallucinating. Yeah, I mean, something's yeah. like he's guilty of, of something. He feels guilty for something because he's like legitimately losing it or he's lost it. <laughs> but it's weird because like. It seems real, like all the more surreal because the wife is so crazy, like in the sense that she's so straightforward, and the husband <laughs> randomly like forgetting a pe- a whole conversation yeah. and then just asking the same question right after. Like, it just seemed really that was weird, and it seemed like it was implied that he's also an alcoholic. Yeah, he he said that he said that if uh Tara what was like basically <laughs> successful enough at drinking to become an alcoholic like the way he phrased it was if was as if uh being an alcoholic was like an accomplishment if he had managed to even <laughs> you know achieve alcoholism he wouldn't behave drunkenly all the time was what he said so i think yeah he's oh, i yeah. understood that Janet is I a high functioning alcoholic <laughs> from that okay but i think he's also just got like i mean potentially you know sped along by the alcoholism he's got some kind of onset you know not early onset really he's kind of old but dementia of some kind <laughs> is, is creeping in there but it's weird because he seems so lucid and yeah. he's clearly covering up yeah. with his wife so like how can he like still cover everything up but start losing it it's clearly taking a toll on both him and his wife, I would say, because yes. they're both fucking weird. <laughs> I'm amazed at that functioning payphone. That was cool. Like out on the out in the middle of the road that she walked to. One, her walking to that so speedily. <laughs> what a hero. And two, um, the fact that it worked and, you know, connected with her son in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, like, in the jungle somewhere. Yeah. So that's the son that's dead. Yes. Right. Or we don't know. Okay. By the way, just for context, the guy the the guy who plays Jevdet is, like, I would say the most famous, like, Turkish actor, like, currently that's alive. Like, super well-known internationally, too. He has an Emmy. And he was on a, a very popular um, 80s British soap. Um, called EastEnders throughout the 80s. So like, oh, I've heard Yeah, that. and in a few American movies throughout the 2000s and 20, 2010s. So, and he's, yeah. And some new uh, Netflix original movies that are out. So, so he's a really uh, esteemed actor. So this show would have gotten a lot so of attention. is he going to be the protagonist of this show? Um, I mean, uh, well, the guy who plays Yusuf is also... They're all really famous. All these actors are really famous. So, uh, but and and um, the guy who plays Yusuf was a was a leading man in in that absurd comedy series that I was talking about. So he w- he would be very well liked and well known too. So I don't know. I think they're both they're kind of uh, splitting the lead uh, actor. I think billing in this from this. Era. Oh, he was also in Winter Sleep, yeah. which I never watched. Yep. Yep. Yeah, he's in, he's in. Most most things that get attention <laughs> internationally. Esgi, I was hoping you could clarify something from us, for okay. us from your favorite character. Yes, I love her. Uh, 
she like tells him off. I think she tells him off for calling her Avla. Oh tells yeah. Tells him he should call her Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. So Avla uh, is like big sister, um, and Teza is like auntie. So the rule of thumb is that if the woman you're speaking to could be your mother, you should go with Teza. Or if she's so vain and freaked out about her age, you go. You don't go with Teza, even if she's like of Teza. You call her Avla. So. Oh no, that's complicated. So he was trying to be polite and say Abla because he didn't know if she would take offense at being called old. But then there's also a demographic of women of that age who get pissed off if you don't go with Teze because they're like, you're being ridiculous. Why would you think I want to be called Abla? Which is anatomy is in that demographic, so. Oh my <laughs> God, that's so complicated. <laughs> what a nightmare. I mean, you should, you should really just go with, well, he was trying to like be more familiar but I mean, Hanum is always safe. Mm. And then maybe let her say, no, call me Naimin Teze. Um, right. Or she would just be like, don't. Especially when you're dealing with someone as prickly yes. as her. She would probably be like, don't you ever utter my name. <laughs> 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 what do we think about uh, Tarek's wife hallucination? Wifey without the beginning. Oh my God, she seemed, I hope like there are flashback scenes with her that reveal her like actual personality because she seemed really kind of like bashful and meek and annoying from that maybe it was it's bizarre because I like I think there's kind of a language thing because like if I could understand Turkish maybe I could understand the tone of what she's saying better but like she's like oh I can't swim because I don't have my bikini but it sounds like <laughs> like a flirtatious kind yeah. of thing to me um yeah I think it was and then she's cover your eyes but like it's see-through water yeah <laughs> yeah she's being super annoying that's what I, yeah exactly yes <laughs> but she was just like you know like him projecting like what he would want yeah that's true it was him not her yeah that makes a lot of sense but I was also wondering if that's maybe how it was the first time they met yeah it could be that the rock might have significance because he like swam to that rock yeah like and i think that's also where the same place where this guy where yusuf saved him the first time around oh it could be the same yeah that's true but i'm i'm very confused as to like why he was drowning the first time because he clearly can swim so either he was drunk or he was hallucinating again i think he was drinking on his boat and then jumped in and so yeah yeah but he wa- he didn't seem that drunk once he pulled him out of the water. So, yeah, I agree. That was kind of confusing. Yusuf's ex-wife's husband seems uh, like a real treasure, too. <laughs> I automatically. Yeah. I mean, like, I kind of hated her on principle, but <laughs> now I feel like her family just sucks. She should run away. Leave them both. Yeah, and, like, again, avoid her parents, too, because it sounds like her parents might have ruined their her first marriage. Yeah, that was weird yeah. too. But I don't think that Yusuf seems like the healthiest no. person to be Definitely married not. to. So. Definitely got some obsessive traits. <laughs> yeah. Not yeah. to mention he doesn't pass the Samantha Bernstein TV admission standard. <laughs> <laughs> you know, almost anyone could be made attractive on tv if they get like the personality right you know but that's the thing in the show is like no one's actually you're not really rooting for anybody because they're all kind of bad people you know which brings us to objection number two but 
Maybe Faraday is actually a gem of a person. Yeah. She was trying to have dinner with her family without looking at her phone. So that's a win. It's a rare thing. Yeah, that, that was so shitty. Because, like, none of them are paying attention to her. She's like, can you please get off your phone to the daughter? And the daughter just gets really pissed off. It's like, your husband is not paying attention either. So, like, why should I? Which, you have it's a point fair. there. <laughs> In those first few scenes, the daughter's only mode of speaking is screaming. It's screaming. <laughs> and yet, everything, she's a gem of a child. Yes. <laughs> Oh, they don't make God. them like that anymore. Not since whenever the show came out. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, she's a brat. I mean, who comes in somebody's house that you've just met and screams, you're a murderer! It's a guy. Like, she's not like, yes. you know, six years old and can't control herself. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Did we see anything in in that file that Narnin found? Or it was just like, there's pictures of all of them, so it's. Suspicious. Ooh, I didn't pause it and uh, scan it the way I Neither. did with the the letters in Love 101. So I only saw I only saw <laughs> the, what basically caught her eye, which was the names and photos. You can ju- I can let me try, but I'm not going to be able to read anything, obviously. <laughs> let me spend some time looking at this thing that I won't be able to decipher. <laughs> <laughs> it just has the names and the dates of birth on the second page. Yeah. Do uh, Okay, it's autopsy and investigation report. Ooh. Cranial cavity is open. Uh. Oh, no, no, no. They opened it to, like, look at the brain is what it says. Oh. Nothing, Still nothing gross. too bad in the brain. They took out the basal dura. What is that? Okay, and then it gets really hard to read. Yeah. Autopsy report, which we didn't. There's a, there's um, it looks like the, yeah, there was some crushing of the mouth, throat, and neck regions. Jesus. Like strangulation. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like like there were you know either some kind of like not like necessarily that someone hit they were hit by something well it doesn't necessarily like that region was hit by something but oh could be okay. like the word used is like could be used for like someone physically hitting them or um or like yeah get, getting hit by you know in a traffic accident kind of a splitting like stricken on the car or something it's really vague so yeah not a lot of detail nothing that would like give us a head start too much <laughs> mm, all right So now that we've talked about uh, open craniums, we're going to move on to our history section about delicious foods. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about the beautiful culinary item that is toast, uh, T-O-S-T, not T-O-A-S-T. And yeah, toast. It's great. It's grilled cheese <laughs> and or a panini if you want to be fancy. And it's traditionally, although you can get creative with the cheese you use, traditionally made with kashar, which is a yellow cheese, a lighter yellow cheese, fresh kashar. Um, although I'm sure you can make it with aged kashar too, why not? Uh, and then we were, well, we were 
mentioning earlier um, in the in the northern Aegean region of Ivoluk town slash region of Ivoluk, there they have a specific kind of toast that has Turkish sausage, sujuk, spiced Turkish sausage in it. And then I know like I like mine with I don't I'm not a big fan of the su- I mean I like sujuk as its own thing, but it, I don't like it in my toast too much. I, I like it with kashar and um, tomatoes, but people put all kinds of different, I mean, different kinds of cheeses. Like some people do with, it's rare, but some people do do with uh, feta cheese and other vegetables. But I think the most typical kind you can get on the street is uh, either just plain kashar or with kashar and the sausage. It's a pretty yeah. staple. Yeah. Uh, like street food, quick service food. I've only had the only kashar version and it's delicious street food. Like maybe even over a soft pretzel. I don't know. It's choice, but <laughs> for me, maybe for sure, get both if you have the option. <laughs> um, and yeah, we were stuck. We were on like a bus trip and we were stuck in this unbelievable traffic jam i guess it was like just a couple hours outside yeah it was literally just people leaving istanbul on a holiday weekend traffic like that was the it wasn't even like an accident it was just like there's too many goddamn people coming back though i think it was coming no, we back were, like we were yeah. going we were exiting istanbul it was at the start of our trip no there were there was a traffic jam both times oh, probably <laughs> yeah but the, the bad one where like people from our bus just like left the bus in the middle of the night i mean i don't think we did but like people were like walking out to stretch and smoke and stuff that was uh it was from may 19th it was wild we were stuck for like six hours i think i think i was asleep like for for most of the time i was like working my ass off translating live interpreting (laughs) (laughs) you were like looking at me you got so mad it was hilarious the rudest thing anyone's done to me i'm not even probably like tour guide was talking in turkish and like eski was turning all the way around in her seat to tell us in English what she had said like every two minutes and so Mia was straight up asleep for like half an hour while this I'm was sorry. happening I'm not good at like <laughs> being sleep deprived like any normal human being it was so funny <laughs> I just I remember on the like I like I always had to pee at the most random situations and I remember that I really had to pee but the bathroom was really full of people because everyone was doing the ablutions to do the prayer and like it was impossible to go to the bathroom at the gas station I think I had to pee on the street really that we one went time. to the most wondrous gas station no no, no but that gas station was on the way life. back I'm pretty that sure that was on the way back yeah I agree yeah and it was it was like a Costco sized gas station was like stop. Yeah. that was just a bunch of different food vendors it was amazing so it was so big like the bathroom was like enormous okay so first of all i'd like to say that sammy is not from middle america where these giant ass rest stops that are the size of shopping malls are like very common so if anyone's listening to this and is like uh no that's like every rest stop i've ever seen you're right <laughs> that's a good point it, it was unique to me <laughs> maybe not to most people it was unique to me too i have to say <laughs> As a, as a child of the Midwest was like, it was just very, very casual and usual. <laughs> but is the food that good in the Midwest? No, absolutely not. Stuff? Absolutely not. You might find a soft pretzel there, but you will not find a mediocre <laughs> soft pretzel, but you will not find toast. 
<laughs> yeah, that place was amazing. Toast is great. Um, I thought it was pretty rude of her to ask for sausage when this guy is like randomly making yeah. toast, even though his wife is like mad. She's just, she's just mad at that girl for existing, which is not unlike how I think we feel about her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. Like if she was like six yeah. and she was acting endearing. like that, like, okay. Yeah. yeah. But it wasn't endearing at all. She seems like she's like 14. This this just also gave me a flashback to the protector when they only fed that poor child in Ottoman times the cheese and cheese bread. Oh my god, the poor girl! <laughs> she only had cheese and bread. Yeah. What was her name? Shirin. Shirin, yeah, good, one. yeah. Good, good recall there. I didn't remember. Poor Shirin. <laughs> we hope that you're eating better now that your dad and uh, Valeria have hooked up full time. <laughs> In your alternate, uh, yeah, 600-year-old timeline. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that this show could be a continuum of Faisal's story for oh the protector? God. Huh. No. <laughs> He's too schlubby. <laughs> I think post his defeat on the docks, he really picked up some mental health mm -hmm. issues. And, and acquired a family. A acquired time. a very weird family. Yes, acquired an incredibly weird family. <laughs> <laughs> they're all under his like uh, his control he's, from that. Because he's like thing. supernatural so and weird. mentally ill, and that manifests as yeah. this fucked up family. <laughs> yes. Okay. okay, I like your. I mean, your fanfic is really taking off. <laughs> I'm getting yeah. better. I'm practicing for when we have our own production company. You know. That's right. <laughs> into our favorite and final section which is what the fuck and also our assaultative success oh yes we're continuing that i love it yeah we are and also the show has the original assaultative success on it but i don't think it's very <laughs> successful on the show so i don't know that's going to be a conflict uh we'll figure it out but what the fucks okay my first one oh yeah what the fuck their like secretary desk in the home of the ex-wife and kid that mm -hmm. like there were so many folders and binders and like who has like <laughs> laminated binder like insert things for their personal finances and stuff like that was wild yeah they went I mean, very over the guy like owns, owns a business right that's what I understood yeah, yeah he's rich and sketchy that's all I got yeah because because if it was like a smaller, like, I don't, I don't have a sense of how big his operation is, but I do get the sense that, and maybe it's because the people I know in Turkey are older. So maybe I have like a skewed perception of how people track their personal finances. But at least like in my family, I feel like the people who, uh, this is going to sound terrible, the people who do pay taxes, <laughs> are, it's like very common to not by the way, uh, this is part of Turkey's problems. Uh, but anyway, the people who do pay taxes, uh, which is like almost all of my family, um, they, <laughs> they, I feel like they collect a lot of paper receipts and invoices. So for me, I was like, oh, this guy's got a whole enterprise and he must just like 
a lot of it must be offline so that's why he's got all this shit but I, I again this, that could be completely skewed and a lot of things could be digitized at this point and you know this is a it could be a valid WTF but that was what I thought when I saw the mess. Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's Fair just got enough. many papers. <laughs> he's just got a lot of papers and like a membership to Staples or something. Yep. <laughs> Kinkos. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? That evening coffee at Jeff Death's house. Like I literally just like would run out the door. I would rather see someone axe murdered than like sit through that awkward of an inter- social interaction. So funny. That was so yeah, was awful. <laughs> What the fuck the number of times in one episode that a middle-aged dude stands on the side of a boat and rips his shirt off? It happened like 12 times. What are they doing? Showing off their bod. I mean, they could have been shirtless on the boat. Why do they have to have the shirt and then stand on the ledge, the tippy-tippy ledge, and then take off their shirt? It just Wait, seems like a real who's problem. middle-aged dude? Huh? Who's middle-aged dude? Uh, Yusuf did it. Tariq oh. did it. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Got it. I thought you were referring to one person doing that. No, no. Just how many times it happened in one episode was kind of wild. Um, and then I have, I, we discussed this, but I have what the fuck Yusuf is a terrible spy because oh, keeping yeah. a paper copy of your investigative report on the family whose house you're staying in with the very nosy mother who already is suspicious of you bad pretty bad yep he definitely shouldn't have stayed there i think like it's just gonna make everything worse although would you want to stay in that hotel with those brothers and no hot water (laughs) well that was my what the fuck was this hotel where the guy has to like specifically like be notified to turn on the hot water like no way in hell a group from new zealand found them on booking (laughs) that was so funny (laughs) no they're not on Hotels.com. I'm no. 100% sure. It's unclear if it's actually a hotel. that's licensed to operate. It's probably not. <laughs> how, do you, how do you say New Zealand in Turkish? Yeni. Yeni Zelanda. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then my other WTF was uh, just like the fact that Edith, I guess, again, she's not, she's not six, right? She's like almost a teenager, but still like WTF her making her way there and happened happening to be walking on the same stretch of road that was weird well too big of a coincidence for me to buy that yeah (laughs) i wonder if that's just movie like plot convenience or if there's something there that's sketchy Hmm. but where are they vacationing though i wonder i guess nearby a bus ride away it sounds like but because if they're like originally in Istanbul and like they're both going to the beach because it's the summer or whatever they could be close by yeah yeah I think my what the fuck is the mother like screaming about the diary in a full restaurant and like (laughs) (laughs) not again oh my god first the daughter screaming and storming off that was embarrassing then the guy getting up and storming off that was embarrassing and then the her screaming on the phone at her ex-husband in the middle of the nice restaurant that was embarrassing and then her and the daughter have a screaming match in the middle of the restaurant like that was horrible there were a lot of a lot of uh, levels of humiliation there really horrible yeah i guess entertaining for the people at nearby tables (laughs) 
and and be smarter might be kind of true there like that's a level of like seeing a family just like not functioning is so awkward (laughs) yeah true true agree who who's gonna be our sultan of success guys I think it's a live for escaping a situation. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> she and very, very that. successfully and safely escaped. I, I definitely think she could win because she successfully ran away from home, found her dad, and is getting tossed. Um, to her liking. But she, like, she needs to be careful what she wished for. Like, she ended up in a very scary house yeah. with very scary people so I don't know if she if she really deserves the win here today I, I would also throw a our our most wise most benevolent most kind angel Nanmin into the <laughs> ring because she the wise part's true of what I said that was unsarcastic because she was like immediately suspicious and was That's like true she was like She's you told me Jen to like not talk to strangers because we don't want to like attract attention on us ourselves or incriminate ourselves and now you're letting this guy stay and he's a he's a cop and blah 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 and then she uh, was smart enough to you know just check the one place where literally everything that would confirm her suspicion <laughs> was hanging out so and also just like the amount of staff is constantly entertaining so <laughs> I'm a big fan yeah, but she wasn't able to dissuade her husband, and now she has a ton of extra work because her husband invited two people to stay in the house. Well, I think she can. She can try. I think she's gonna try to like tell him that I found his case file, and then he's gonna be like, "Oh no!" And then he's gonna forget because apparently that's like how this plot <laughs> is gonna be. <laughs> like, oh no, again. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> wow. She's also saddled with taking care of her husband and son who are not functional. So yeah. Yeah. It's a very depressing lifestyle she's got for herself there. But she's got her spunk intact still, despite all of that. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) But it could be that that turned her into like so bitter or like, I don't know what to call it. Yeah. Bitter is a good word. (laughs) For sure. Yeah. So between Narmin and Elif, I guess, uh, I don't know. I, I think let's give it to Adif this time because I feel like she doesn't have the potential to continue to be the source of success. Okay. She's kind of walked into a shitty situation. I don't really see how that will get better for her. Narmin will probably continue to raise red flags uh, to her unsuspecting and forgetful husband. <laughs> <laughs> okay i think that's very fair all right so elif is the sultan of success for this episode we can only hope that faisal will once again take his crown and his throne. take his rightful crown yes, yes we hope so all right well thank you all so much for listening we're very excited to be back with you next week to, to talk about episode two uh we'll see what happens to our sultan of success elif and our og sultan of success Tariq slash Faisal. Faisalric? I don't know. Oh, it's like a, yeah, it's like the couple that you would never want to happen. You never <laughs> want to see that as a couple. That would be so horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening, and we will talk to you guys next time. Bye.